everyone. Um, I'm a teenager, and I just kind of want to talk about teenage depression, anxiety, OCD, like just mental health problems. Today's episode is going to be based on depression mostly. I will talk a little bit about anxiety because those two kind of come together. Um, I struggle with depression on a day-to-day basis and it's really hard, you know. Um, I know how you feel if you're a teenager and you're struggling with depression and nobody really sees you, right? Like, it's like your parents just think it's a phase or they think that it's normal, but it's not normal. And I think that everybody should get help. Now, if you're a Christian, um, there are some very nice Christian counselors that you can go to to get help from if you're not comfortable talking to your parents about anything. I know I'm not comfortable talking to my parents or in my case my grandparents about these kind of things so I found a very nice Christian counselor and she's helped me a lot through a lot of hard times and I think it's really good to have somebody to just talk to that you can text or call any time of day whenever you need them. I think that's a good thing to have, especially as a teenager, because if you're going through depression and you don't get help, you could fall into a really dark space that's very hard to climb out of. I know I've been in that space before, and trust me, it's not fun at all. Um, There are some Bible verses that we're going to get to that in a different episode, but... I do go um, based off of the Bible a lot. I like to read the Bible and just get some encouragement from God because he will help you through your hard times. I know that a lot of the things that have happened to me are some pretty bad things. And I stopped believing in God for a little bit because my mindset was, well, if God let these things happen to me, then he's not real. He's supposed to be this great guy that protects us, right? But he wasn't protecting me at all, so I just thought that he wasn't real. But I've recently started becoming closer and closer to God, and I'm slowly getting happier. Um, I'm still not happy like I want to be. I'm still not mentally stable. But I am getting happier, and that is good. So, I know with depression, it's just like, it feels like everything bad is just happening to you, and you're alone, and nobody else feels the way you do. But trust me, you're not alone. Um, There's other people that feel the way you feel. And it's nice to find somebody who feels the way that you feel, and like, talk to them about things. Um, but with talking to somebody who is mentally unstable, you want to be careful because if they're mentally unstable and you're mentally unstable, they can say something that might trigger you to do something because a lot of times with depression, people will, um, harm themselves. I have struggled with self-harm. It is a 
very bad addiction of mine. It's one of the few things that I'm addicted to. Um, and when I talk to other people who have self-harmed, I have a my guard up because I don't know if they're going to say something that might trigger me to self-harm. Because people who self-harm, self-harm for many different reasons. They could self-harm to see blood, or maybe they like seeing the scar that's left behind, or maybe they like picking at the scabs, or maybe it's something else. But everybody has a reason as to why they self-harm, and everybody has a trigger. And not everybody's trigger is the same. So with talking to somebody else who self-harms, I think you really need to be careful, because your trigger might... You might self-harm because you want to see blood, but this person might self-harm because they like seeing the scars that it leaves behind. And they might say something that's very triggering to you because they don't know that you self-harm to see blood. And they might say something that's very triggering that triggers you to cut yourself. So you want to be careful with that. That's why I suggested a Christian counselor in the beginning because, you know, Counselors are stable. They always have their guard up. They know what to say and what not to say. They're professionals. Now, there's good things about talking to people that are mentally unstable because, like I said, they understand you. They know what you're going through. And when you talk to a counselor, it's like, well, you have no idea. Why are you even, like, trying to talk to me right now if you have no idea what I'm going through? A lot of the times, counselors have went through something in their past or in their childhood that they um, have got through and are mentally stable now and have chosen to become counselors so they can help other people. So, I suggest finding a counselor like that. Now, it's not easy to come across those because most counselors are very mentally stable. They don't really have a lot of problems. Um, because they just know what to do. They, they know how to not fall into a deep depression and not give in to your triggers and your, like, so, yeah, I think that you should talk to a Christian counselor. Now, let's kind of talk about the anxiety that comes with depression, Anxiety that comes with depression can be very hard. For me, the anxiety is a voice in the back of my head telling me things about myself. Um, Like when you want to go to a party and you're getting dressed up, you might look in the mirror and that voice in your head is going to tell you, you look like a slut right now. People are going to think you're a slut. Or you look ugly or fat right now. Like... Everybody else is going to think you look ugly and fat. Things like that. That can really have a strain on your mental health. Because that you're believing that voice in the back of your head. Because it's in your head. So it's you don't think that it's lying to you because it's your head. It's not just some random person calling you a slut. It's yourself calling you a slut. So it's like you're believing it. But let me tell you something. Everybody is beautiful. Everybody, every young woman listening to this right now, 
you're beautiful, and you need to know your worth. And that's something that depression does too. It makes you not realize how worthy you are. Because everybody should, everybody should know their worth. If you don't know your worth, then you just probably think that you're nothing. You're trash. You just don't know how to do anything right. But that's not true. You need to tell that voice in the back of your head to shut up and never say anything ever again. With depression comes a lot of things. Loneliness, sadness, anxiety, sometimes even OCD. But you just always have to remember that you're beautiful and you're worthy and you're not alone. I cannot stress that enough that you are not alone. There's people out there that know how you feel and want to help you. There's people who love you and care about you. And I know it might not feel like those people love and care about you, but trust me, they do. Now, I'm going to tell y'all a story about my past and something that's happened to me. So, I had been cutting myself since the third grade, and this was my sixth grade year. So, I had been cutting myself for years at this point. Nobody ever knew. Nobody ever looked at my arms. I always wore hoodies, but that was normal for me because even before I started cutting myself, I loved wearing hoodies. Hoodies are my favorite thing to wear still to this day, whether I'm covering up scars or not. One day, I decided to tell somebody that I was cutting myself. I didn't tell them how long. I just told them I was cutting myself. And then they looked at my arm, and they seen the cuts up and down my arm. I had cuts. I had so many cuts on my arm that if I were to try and cut myself again, I would have to cut over another cut. It was bad. I was in a really dark place back then. And I'm still kind of in a dark place, but like I said before, it's getting better. Um, my cousin, she told my aunt, and my aunt was going to tell my grandma. They, they planned a whole plan out to tell my grandma what I had been doing. And I begged my cousin not to tell her, because I just... I kind of knew how my grandmother would react, but it's not the reaction that I was hoping for. I thought she would, like, get me a counselor, but I didn't want a counselor. Like, I didn't want to go to therapy. I didn't want to have a counselor. I didn't want to talk to anybody about anything that was going on in my life. I thought she was going to make me go to a therapist or something. But that was not the case. I had a sleepover with my cousin. And after my cousin left, my grandmother told me to come in the room. I went in the room and she basically started yelling at me and asked to see my arms. And I showed her my right arm. And then she said, what about the left? 
and I showed her my left, and lucky for me, my scars had healed. A few weeks passed, and I had been cutting myself in those few weeks, and my scars were not healed, and she pulled up my sleeve, and she looked at my arm and saw all the scars. She freaked out. She was yelling at me. She took my phone from me, and my grandfather beat me. It was one of the hardest days of my life because I felt like I did something wrong. I felt like I was just a bad person, the worst person in the world. And they didn't make me feel any better about myself than I already felt. Because every time I looked in the mirror, I thought of, oh, I thought of ugly and fat. That's how I felt about myself at the time. And that's how others felt about me, too. Now, I wasn't actually really ugly because I would get compliments everywhere. I went like, oh, you're so pretty. Like, oh, my goodness, look at your hair. It's so beautiful. But people at school called me a hoe. For what reason? I really don't know because I was in sixth grade. How could I be a hoe? Like, I never slept with anybody in sixth grade. I've never even kissed a boy in sixth grade, so I didn't understand how it was a hoe. But I finally got to go to a counselor after my school threatened to call CPS because my grandmother would not give me the help that I needed. Now, so my grandma took me to a counselor, a nice Christian counselor, after the school threatened to call CPS. And it was actually better than I thought it would be. At first, I didn't want to go. And for the first 15 minutes, I just sat there and stared at the wall. But after I finally opened up to her, it was like, it was a relief. Like, I'd finally got everything off of my chest. So that's why I recommend going to a, a counselor because holding all that stuff in and all of that weighing you down, all of that weight on your shoulders of all of the things that you're keeping to yourself, it's, it's just not worth it. You need to let some of it go, even if you don't let all of it go, even if some things are too hard for you to talk about. You need to let some of it go. Let some of the little things go. And after you let some of the little things go with one person and you see that you can trust them, you'll start letting your guard down a little bit more and letting some of the medium things go. And then after you realize that, okay, I can trust this person, you'll start letting down the huge things, the big things, the reasons why you're actually really feeling the way you're feeling. The little things... They're just adding on to why you're feeling the way you're feeling. The big things are the actual reasons that you feel the way you feel. Um, I This episode was kind of short. It's like probably going to be 16 or 17 minutes long. Because this is my first episode. I don't really know what to do. So I'm going to try to like 
next time I'm gonna like write out a script for you guys so it can be a little bit longer but to anyone that's watching this and is going through a hard time right now just please keep your head up and remember that self-harm and suicide are not the way out it doesn't fix anything it really just makes everything worse because self-harm is an addiction and addictions don't help anything so and please don't turn to drugs either drugs you'll get addicted you can get in trouble you can go to jail it's just not worth it so if you are going through something right now and you are harming yourself I strongly encourage you to go to somebody that you trust probably not somebody you live in the same house with probably not your siblings or your parents because they could be hard to talk to because you see them on a day-to-day -day basis but if you have a friend that's not related to you in any way shape or form that you really trust I think you should talk to them and tell them what you've been doing and then I think you maybe should talk to your school counselor about what's happening um my school counselor knew my situation so when I told her that I was harming myself for the second time she didn't tell my grandparents but your school counselor is probably different because you've never told him or her anything so I think that they'll probably tell your parents or tell the principal or something like that but if you want to feel any better then you should really let some of that weight off of your shoulders it'll relieve your pain you won't have to suffer as much anymore after you take some of that weight off of your shoulders because all of that weight it's making you suffer you don't have to suffer anymore step up and say something and if you're feeling suicidal then you should call the suicide help line prevention line I don't really know I don't know the number by heart but if you look it up online it's the first thing that pops up and you can either text with them or you can call them or you can call your local police department if you're feeling suicidal if you feel like you just can't do it anymore then the police will actually come out to your house and help you I've done that before I was going to jump off of my roof I have a two-story house I went through one of the upstairs windows the way that I was gonna jump I would have died I called the police the police came on the roof and they helped me so just please step up and say something love you guys um and I will talk to you in the next podcast. Wow, this was actually like 20 minutes long. Well, guys, love you guys. I'll talk to you next time. Probably in a few days, maybe a week. I don't really know. But talk to you soon. Bye.